Leonard Cohen suggested there is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. This viral crack gives us a chance to create something new and better. So let's talk about back to different and let the light in. Hi, it's Mac Bogert. I'm uh, back again this time with Jimmy Davies, who uh, three things that uh, he shows up as. Number one, he's a neighbor of mine, which I didn't know for a long time. Number two, as I have at points in my life, he has sung for his supper and still does that with some regularity. But he's also the, I think, the publisher and creative director of Upstart, which is a magazine about about the arts um, in the surrounding area, kind of. So, Jimmy, if you'll kind of share about how you got here, and then let's see where the conversation goes. Oh, uh, uh, you mean with all of those things? <laughs> I leave that totally up to you, brother. Um. Well, I mean, I, I grew up in Bowie, South Bowie, and then I, when I graduated high school, I moved to Annapolis and just kind of always lived in Annapolis. Lived a little bit out in Portland, Oregon, but, you know, mostly here and been playing music since, I guess, the 80s. Um, I was in a band 10 times big and then started Jimmy's Chicken Shack in the early 90s and then also playing the Jarflies and uh, Mend the Hollow. So that, those are musical bands. And then, yeah, I started the magazine five, about five and a half, maybe six years ago. And um, it was basically because I you know, grew up hanging out and making music and art with all these cool people of Annapolis and just always having such a, an appreciation for them. I mean, it was traveling around, you, you realize how the quality of art and music that gets made here. It's just really fantastic stuff. So it was a, a nice way to kind of shine a spotlight on it in a physical manner, you know, and like have a, a magazine to hold on to and, and, you know, find out more about the person that you would see riding a bike down the street with a guitar case on his back. You know, it's like you'd yeah. see that every, you know, the same guy for years, but not know anything about him. So that was kind of the idea is to find out about the creative people in Annapolis and, what makes them tick and why they do the things they do. So, yeah. Did you did you come into um, either the music or a, or a art half of your life through like you know training in school and classes and or did you just become Jimmy? I mean, I guess I always did art and I always did music since I was a kid and I didn't do anything other than high school art classes and music was really more just hanging out with friends and learning from them. I mean, there was, um, yeah, not really, I still don't <laughs> musically. So I, I've always wanted to keep it a mystery. You know, I, I, I don't, there's foolishness in this. And then also I think some applicable knowledge. So I've always, I know myself and I get bored if I know something a little too much, you know, I just yeah. want to move on next thing, you know, and with music, I still see the guitar strings as lines this way and lines that way. And that's it. And so I haven't figured any of it out. And as a result, I do things probably wrong a lot, but it's still that mystery that keeps me wanting to figure it out some way. You know what I mean? So that, that makes, that makes perfect sense for me, which is maybe scary. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I grew up in a family where the question my parents asked all of us was what instrument are you going to play? 
I mean, we didn't have any choice. You know, right. we had a place. And it was like, well, what college are you going to go to? Not, are you going to go to college? It's like, what college? Right. So uh, we, we all grew up playing and singing. And uh, I didn't do any. I mean, I took lessons for saxophone and stuff. And, you know, I was in the marching band and all that kind of stuff. But I can't imagine life without oh, yeah. playing, not just music. But, I mean, I have to play. I have to, um, I have to feel strings. You know, I don't, I don't just hear them, I feel them. And I love feeling um, the back of the guitar as it kind of does things with my stomach for me, you know, right. like, yeah, yeah. You know and it sends it in that way. So um, in this uh, extraordinary, however you want to frame this, this thing that has shown up and um, how has that, exploded some of the habits you had with your magazine and with your music how has it sent them for a spin how have you <laughs> how have you like changed how you're surviving in this well so basically you know everything that i do for to to make income is is either music selling paintings or the magazine and magazine being probably the more steady one but none of them are really steady none of them are really meant to make money everything is really meant to just make experiences and and yeah. figured out a way to make money from them so but <laughs> so you know everything stopped at once yep. <laughs> my magazine stopped and and i don't know when i'll put another issue out because you know the magazine is isn't a huge money-making thing at all it's really it, fairly expensive to make, but it's it's made because of people's advertising. And a lot of those businesses that advertise either closed down for short term or, you know, the places that I was distributing the magazine were closed down. So, you know, even once things get back going, I think a lot of those businesses, it's going to take a while for them to dig out of what happened and even have the money to advertise. So who knows in the foreseeable future when that will happen. And then I don't think we're really going to see a ton of live gigs for the rest of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Um, you know, maybe outdoor festivals here and there, but I'm counting on that I won't be able to play a live gig in the next, you know, year. And so I just, I don't know, I just kind of adapted, I guess. It, it's funny, I think that when I look at how people have been affected in this, I feel like that, like people that, that make a living in the creative arts musicians and artists i mean some are obviously a little more um sensitive than others so this it impacts them emotionally differently but but i've noticed that 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 because they have to think creatively all the time <laughs> to make you know a living and they have to you know be ready to kind of hit the ground running no matter what it is you're always starting over you know it's like Every every magazine I did every three months was like starting a new one over again from the ground up. Yeah. So, you know, it's I think that maybe we're better equipped to kind of handle something this weird, this this upending because it really was a complete upending. And so, you know, I, I've seen people do creative things to kind of make things work. You know, a lot of obviously a lot of musicians are doing the live feeds and and that. Um, that's been the one thing that's kept me really going is, is the live feed and the like virtual tip jar thing. So, you know, that that's one element of, of how this adversity hits. And then out, out of that, you know, it's the mother of all invention, right? It's, it's it, people have been doing these live feeds, but when I saw somebody say, oh, no, I have a virtual tip jar, I'm like, 
well, that's brilliant and I'm going to do it because this week I don't have this gig and I, I count on this weekly money and so I'm going to figure out a way to compensate for that. And so that's how it started for me doing the live feed thing and, and yeah, thank God for it. I'm able to reach people in other countries and all around the country that can listen that normally couldn't come out to watch me play at a bar in Annapolis or, you know, a club in Pennsylvania or something, so... Yeah, and uh, you just gave me the uh, title for the episode. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the things I learned when I, you know, because um, I like I like to let go and like see what happens next. Um, is that I learned that about halfway through every one of these I've done, somebody gives me the title. So now I have a title which is live feed <clears throat> for this for this episode. You know, and looking at your face, which the people in the podcast won't be able to see. Um, <clears throat> I see your enthusiasm for possibilities. Right. You know what I mean? I, yeah. All my life, I have, I have bounced around, yeah. which is fine. And I think bounce around ability um, and bounce around experiences gives those of us who have done that a, a, a certain toolkit for this crap that's happening, yeah. which maybe some people who have, who have, for one reason or another, lived a kind of a straight line life, probably have more property than we do, <laughs> maybe um, have have no uh, way to frame this. Yeah. Well, okay. I, you know, it's the master of none. I, 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 I'm fine with being master of none. I'd rather be a jack of all trades, you know? It's like, I'd rather learn how to be able to do a little everything <laughs> just in case, you know? It's like, you've got to have some options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How is your family adjusting? I mean, we, I think fairly well. Like I, I work from home a lot of the time anyway, and or, right. and so us being home. I mean, we we have this. We you know years ago we had a house downtown and it had a bunch of stuff in it. And about six years ago, we decided to get rid of everything and and move into a small little house. And you know our house, it's this tiny little house, it's less than less than a thousand square feet. But it's about where it is and the, the the view that we get and the experience that we get out of it. So we we're here a lot, and and now we're just still here. A lot. <laughs> you know, and it, it it's just figuring out different. It, it's going okay. What the way life was for the past five six years is totally going to be different now. And so, you know, part of there was a. A bunch of people had asked for t-shirts for for my band and i never make t-shirts anymore because you got to lug them around you have to store them it's just a hassle so <clears throat> you know pardon me i started a little um t-shirt shop in this one website the spread shirt and uh you know sold some some designs that people wanted or you know people can buy a t-shirt and then, you know i make a like 25 percent off of what gets sold but it's cool it's easy it's it's just another way to say, okay, I've got ideas. What, what can I do? You know, I've got to start planting seeds if I'm going to, you know, be pulling up any vegetables to eat. So, and I think a lot of people are doing that. You know, I, I think also it's when something like this happens is you either focus on the the, the problems of it or you focus. Yeah, I, I like uh, Lenin. You know, it's only solutions. You know, I, it's just like that's kind of where I'm I think naturally pushed towards so 
I uh, started this out, this whole thing out, and I weighed a hundred, a two hundred and seventeen pounds, which is like obesity, and for my height, five foot nine. <laughs> and uh, I just started riding a bike and eating healthy, and then I've lost thirty pounds since then. And and I'm actually on my eighth day of not smoking, which is a huge thing for me. So I'm trying to kind of take this opportunity to say, okay, if if I've got all this time <laughs> on my hands and I you can't do. travel around, I can't, you know, if I can't go out and sell magazine ads and then distribute the magazine, I mean, I might as well take the time to really invest in myself and keep my my head doing things. You know, the, the first, I think, three to four weeks, we were sewing masks to donate to frontline workers. And that, it was amazing how much help it gave us to to spend all day. You know, my wife just decided she wanted to do it. And so I started helping and cutting stuff and she was doing all the sewing. But we, at the end of the day, the, the day was gone and there was no anxiety from what was happening in those early days of what, you know, went on a couple months ago because we just stayed busy and positive, I think more than anything well that 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 um from from what i know of you and and i know more now um that seems to have been how you um navigate anyhow yeah yeah right i mean uh, yeah. i'm i'm guessing that your life has has not been this you know pain-free glorious trek without any barriers or problems oh yeah no. Yeah, but, but yeah, i guess you know it, it all i don't know if it's perspective or gratitude i don't know what it is but yeah i mean i lived in closets and porches for a 100 bucks a month and you know lived in my car behind a restaurant i worked at you know but all of it to me was enjoyable and fun i think it was the the defining moment was when i was 25 and my father died and he was 47 and i was just thinking how much he worked and worked to give us a really nice, decent life, you know, as, as, you know, a young kind of perspective of life. And yeah. he never got to really live and experience anything else but working to, you know, let us have a cool life. And so I realized I didn't want to work for money. I wanted to work for, um, but I didn't want to work. <laughs> and I just wanted to do things that, I loved and I figured I'd, I'd have to figure it out. I mean, it, there's no choice. You either you sink or swim. I mean, it's okay. So if I'm not, if I'm going to not get a normal job, then I'm going to have to put all my energy into making, you know, doing these unlikely things that I aspire to do, like play music or, um, you know, make artwork or make publish a magazine. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe more people, are coming out of this or, or, or moving forward. I'm, I don't think we're going to like magically things are going to go bring oh, yeah. and it's going to be back to the way it was. Um, and lots of things about the way it was, I think it wouldn't hurt us as a culture and society to leave behind. Yeah. Um, is it maybe people are going to be more appreciative of living a life of gratitude and, you know, I, I don't mean that like I'm a candidate for sainthood, but going, you know what? We have a thousand foot square home and we love it here. Yeah. You know, it isn't about the numbers. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, I, I always, I, I always um, think about this. There was a Pepsi commercial years ago and there's all these old guys and they were hanging out and they were, you know, reminiscing. And then they, <laughs> they go, 
remember that time in Sweden or somewhere? And, uh, and they go, yeah, and then it goes to a dream clip and it's all them, they're young and they have these opportunities and they're like, goes back to them and they're like, yeah, we probably should have. And I always think, about it, and I'm like, I don't ever, I don't ever want to feel like, yeah, I probably probably should have, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I think, I, I mean, I, and I, I think the people live through things like this, and they go, you know, I, I do, I, I, I was missing such a, a vital thing with, you know, not being around my family all the time because I'm working and away from home all the time. I think, you know, some people have gotten a new appreciation for it. And I mean, and, and of course, there's going to be the total opposite where. People some people are I like, guess. Uh, I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think no matter what, it just, I guess everybody approaches it all differently. And I don't know. I'm, I, I'd like to, like, I've started learning some cover songs because I never really learned cover songs. So I've been trying right. to really just learn them because, um, you know, if I'm going to be at home, why not? And so I, I think I've hit, hit upon things that I never would have touched upon so you know that that maybe in retrospect it'll all be a blessing in disguise you know i mean it's just it's not like that i hate the new normal it's just things change i mean the one thing that doesn't change is that things change so you know this is adding to what we deal with and live with and you know it's just another aspect so um i've started to uh write some music again which i haven't done in years and years and it just, you know, just like, well, that's what I'll do. <laughs> you know, that's what I'll do. Let me ask you uh, um, another question. And I had a, a couple of people the other day that I was talking to d doing this, and <clears throat> they were like stuck. So I decided to push them and ask them a, a uh, very unfair question. <laughs> I think it's a good one. How, how would you like your daughter when she talks to her kids about this someday, what would you like that conversation about what happened with you and her in this time to, to be like? Uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if um, I even wanted to stick out to her. <laughs> you know, like, hopefully she just looks at it as like, oh, I remember that year I had to, go to school on my laptop, you know, and, you know, she's kind of acclimated to it perfectly. And the, her, the school that she goes to, uh, she goes to St. Anne's and uh, they, they were right on top of stuff. So, you know, I, I, I know she misses playing with her friends and stuff. And so, but hopefully it won't have that kind of an impact on her. Hopefully it'll just be a blip, you know, I mean, hopefully the things, all the goodness will outweigh any of this, you know, and it seems to, to happen. It's like, you think about it really, when it comes down to it, we, you know, I've been alive for 52 years almost. And sure. I remember times that sucked, but, but you always like the, I don't, and maybe it's me, but I always kind of, the good things always come back. They always, they're the ones that you think of. So yeah, I, I hope she just, it's just like, Oh yeah, that was laptop school year. <laughs> You know, well, I, I mean, I think what she maybe she gets from watching how we handle things and, you know, like, hopefully she'll go. Yeah, we like we bettered ourselves at, at you know, in that moment, you know, that I mean, I know I have bettered myself. So hopefully she notices that. That'd be cool. 
<laughs> Make me a proud dad. <laughs> that would be very cool. Uh, have you ever heard of an app called Acapella? No. I just started doing that again, just something to do. You can, you can like have like nine screens oh, and you can record and then overdub with a video and overdub with a video and overdub with a video. And it's, it's actually pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. So I'm going to, you know, you know, Richard King. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to do some stuff with, with him and um, Andy White, uh, oh, the, cool. the bass player and a couple of singers that I know just for fun. Oh, that sounds awesome. And it is nice to be in a place um, in my life. And it sounds like you're in a place in your life too. We're like, this is like, okay, what am I going to do? Yeah, I mean, right. Not, you know, we're not holding our our hands against our foreheads and going, you know, poor, poor, pitiful me. Right. There's no, there's no time for woe is me. I mean, you just, I, it, it really just seems like okay, this is just another aspect of what I had to deal with. I mean, I always say that musicians kind of are you know, are running the gauntlet all the time. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. know, the evil gauntlet where, you know, and so the the way to really get through it is to have people helping you. And so they'll be like, jump, take a step back, two steps forward, not duck, you know? And so you've got, we're all just navigating this thing. And it's like, well, here comes another you know, sandbag coming around. It's like, okay, duck. <laughs> yeah, duck indeed, duck indeed. <laughs> Thank you, uh, my friend, my neighbor, for your time. Uh, oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, this has been a pleasure. I, I will be seeing you as I, I drop in and out of the neighborhood. And uh, hopefully we can we can sit and talk, sit in the back porch and, uh, and hit some strings and uh, look out over the water. Sounds like a plan. Thanks for giving us a listen. As we move forward with this situation, with this thing that's us, let's never forget that we are all in this together. No matter what else happens, we're all in this together. Thank you.